Accurate, because it wasn't just one look at you, Jalen Hurts. It took, oh, I don't know, like to his third season. I mean, this guy, John, the the irony is so thick. And, of course, I stepped in it myself. Don't get me wrong. I was a Jalen Hurts doubter last year into this offseason. But the twists and turns, when you consider that he was probably the most reviled pick Ever in Philadelphia sports history. I mean, I mean that. I've seen some some doozies of picks. He said something last night that echoed that. And what was that? In his post game, I don't know if you guys picked up on this. Said something along the lines of "They didn't want me here anyway," or something. I, I did not I hear that. Down. Okay. Yeah, he said it. It, it was, was basically like you know, at first they 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 didn't even really want me here, and and now they know kind of thing. It, okay. it was really strange. It wasn't. It wasn't like a shot at all. At they probably point, like didn't even statement. want to draft me here. Was what he said in the post game last. Po- I'm just curious. Were you saying uh, the the regular podium, like the, on the stage, or the regular press conference? Press or conference. Press conference. Okay, because there were so many different times people talked. Yeah. Okay. After the game, yeah. they probably didn't even want well, to true. draft me here. I look the fan. I, the I fans. looked at it. I, I don't know. Uh, that's it, it. Was vague in that respect. Mm-hmm. They the pronoun. You're not sure if that means the fans. If right. that means the front office. Uh, if that means you know. I don't know. But I thought at the time, wow, he's uh, he's already like in get ready for defiant. Uh, aggressive play I mode. I don't know about that. For two weeks from now, I look. I, maybe it was just the truth coming out. Yeah, maybe I mean, he's it's... always had that sinking feeling. Hey, you know this. We we got off to a rocky start, and I'm well, still true. trying to win people over. Well, he knows he has them. I think what's key is unlike McNabb, who was booed at the draft, he hasn't lorded it over Philadelphia. See that that Not was one all. of the that was one of the things about Donovan that rubbed people the wrong way. It's like Donovan. We all get it. You were done dirty. On your big draft day. There, no one's denying that. But don't lord it over us forever. Because now it's just kind of, you know, get over it. You know, and 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 so I appreciate that Jalen doesn't present himself that way, the way Don. And I, I'm a Donovan fan, but it got a little over the top with Donovan for a long time there. All right, let's get to the montage of how it sounded yesterday. Marilyn Mike on the call. Obviously one of the great days in the history of the Eagles organization. It's not a Super Bowl championship yet, but it's a pathway to one. And um, they did it, man. They won a home NFC championship game to reach the Super Bowl. It was awesome. Let's hear how it sounded yesterday. And there it is, the Merrill montage. Yeah, Jalen, uh, the voice wasn't uh, exactly uh, stellar with <laughs> what the fly Eagles fly. Uh, I appreciated the effort. That was great. And yeah, he was into it. He was, yeah. man. He was tone deaf like really <laughs> Look, really he can't have everything rough. he's like You're super right. handsome You're super right. talented like a leader on yeah. stuff at least he can't we sing we found the weakness. one thing wrong yeah. that's funny hey one quick question right to the phones i'm i don't know if it's a question as much of a statement i'll just say this reddick yesterday we've seen a lot of big games in the history of philadelphia sports frankly i wish we've seen more meaning i wish our teams would get to the championship round more or on the doorstep of it more often obviously they do when they do I thought yesterday watching that game, it really was one of the great big game performances by a player in a big game from Philadelphia sports that I've ever seen. I think also when, like you, ever. when you take yesterday and his first playoff game into account, 
arguably, like, in the running, maybe the greatest defensive player season the Eagles have ever had. I know Reggie it's had, like, there. a ton of sacks yeah. in 12 games, but when you take in the, the magnitude of the games, yeah. like, maybe one of the best defensive seasons the Eagles players ever had. Well, I think that's fair. I mean, listen, Reggie certainly had a number of seasons, primarily 87 with, the, I think it was 20 or 20 and a half sacks in 12 games. Seth Joyner, 1991, was a complete monster. Doc had some individual years of remarkable excellence. But this is up there. And again, big game-wise, I mean, <laughs> he he delivered. And that was a big game, and he was the biggest guy in the game. Let's go to Billy right now. Billy, you're on WIP. Hey, what's up, guys? Let's go. This is great. It is. Um, sure is. It is. It's really great. Um, two things I want to point out. One, actually three. I'll, I'll make them real quick. It, this team, even with Jalen Hurts not being at his best, this team still wins games. Yep. They still find a way. And this defense is at a whole nother level from the, from the start. And we learned that injury, you know, if Hurts is still, you know, he's probably still hurt, but, you know, whatever. We know he's playing. He got us to the Super Bowl. This team can win without him being at his best, which is awesome. Correct. Um, two, you got to get, as John Ritchie, you would know, I have flashbacks now to 2017. When you have a head coach, with, with, when it started with Peterson, with the we all we got, we all we need mantra, and now Sirianni this year with the dog mentality, you know, you get a coach where you get the players to buy in to what they're saying and to buy into their system and just to, to believe. It's, it's just amazing what the results that you can get at the end. It's just amazing. And third, give credit to Harry Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie. Yep. The last two coaching hirees, both guys ended up going to the Super Bowl, and both it's, it's and just, both were amazing. very both in their second year too. Yep, and Billy both year. so criticized, so criticized. Perfect, great, just love it, guys. One more, baby, let's get. This. All right, Billy, appreciate it, man. Yeah, listen, I mean, I'll be interested to see in this poll where where Lurie shakes out, where they all shake out. But um, again, Twitter poll question today: Who is most responsible for the Eagles returning to the Super Bowl? Alphabetical order: Hertz, Lurie, Roseman, Sirianni. You can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. I mean, John, the Lurie case is stuck with Howie, hire Nick, prioritizes culture, has a lot of other good people within the organization that do their job, and he lets them do their job. And, of course, he spends a lot of money. But, I mean, salary cap, it's it's not about spending money as much these days in football as it used to be. But, you know, it's just it's a well-run organization from the NovaCare complex on down, on through. And I'll tell you, man, when 2020 ended and we had a poll, should the Eagles dump Howie? And I believe the poll result was 91% of people said, yes, he should be fired. And Lurie was the only vote that counted. Mm-hmm. And he was in the 9%. That one worked out. Sirianni worked out. By the way, so too did firing Doug. And you guys know I was not pro-fire Doug. It was about a 50-50 poll back then. I remember those shows. Should the Eagles have fired Doug? It was about 50-50. But you can't complain with the results. Jeffrey Lurie made some decisions that went against the grain of what people thought, and he is an exceptional owner. And he has clearly taken the mantle from Ed Snyder. Obviously, Ed Snyder passed, you know, passed away about five years ago. But he has, he's, he's assumed the mantle easily as the best owner in Philadelphia sports. Yeah, what he's doing is so difficult to sort of split the the difference between being uh, you know, strong-minded and, you know, breaking rules, bra- breaking the mold to some degree, but also 
always avoiding being overbearing. Yes. You know, like that that's a fine line that it doesn't feel like owners navigate very well. Uh, Jeffrey Lurie does this masterfully, and he always has. He's always sort of been, you know, he's, he's not so prideful that he wants to be out in front. But he has very specific ideas about what this team needs to do yeah. and how they need to be run. And, and, you know, he's taken a lot of that from Andy Reid. No question. And they've just continued to build on that and to tweak the, the equation a little bit and make it his own and, you know, how he's owned. Yes. And now it, what an amazing Super Bowl where we get to see Incredible. whether where they've taken it it has improved us past where you know Andy Reid yeah. left it, and I absolutely believe that's the case. So, John, I think we're a better team than this Chiefs. I team, did too, and I expect to beat them what, in the Super Bowl. John, what are your feelings on the Eagles about to face Andy Reid? I mean, as someone who played for Andy, and I know you really care about Andy. I know you really care about Andy a lot. What are your feelings about Andy against the Eagles? I, uh, I. Yes, uh, it is strange. I mean, I am sort of like inner turmoil yeah. about all this. I absolutely expect to beat him. I believe we are better than what he can put out there on the field. I think his tendencies will come back and haunt him against us. We know how much he likes to throw rather than run, and I don't think they should try to do that against us, and they will. And Guys will be frustrated. I, I think he's incredible. Uh, he's a great I, coach. The, man. the thing that makes him more like every time I watch the Chiefs play, I, I see new ideas, new wrinkles thrown out there. You know, he is not a static. Hey, I've had success. I'm going to do it this way. Right. He continues to evolve the way that he does yeah. it, and it certainly helps that he's got a guy like Patrick Mahomes to to carry out sure. his execution out there on the field. But, man, so many storylines this the next couple weeks. It's the coolest. It's the coolest ever. I mean, it really is. It's like the it's Super wild. Bowl is focused on us, Philadelphia, in, in more ways than just we have the, the team that's favored to win. Yep. Uh, and we didn't start out favored to win, by the way. The, the Chiefs, uh, you know, that broke and they were the favorites. And now that has changed. Yeah. It changed but, immediately. It was like in, in a minute. The li- And serious. I was watching it on, on Twitter as it was happening. The line open, Chiefs minus one half. It was Eagles minus one half in like two minutes. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. That's well, incredible. That's because that's right. It is that's right. Deserved. I agree with you, John. Look, the Eagles versus Andy thing is just, it's just bonkers. I mean, it it is, I got nothing in my life as a Philadelphia sports fan that it that it's similar to. I, I don't know anything, James, right. nothing. No, no. I mean, he's such a big part of our lives. Right. He's such a big part of 14 our 14 years. Our, exactly. I mean, he gave us a, he gave us an era of football we had never had before. I mean, right. it is it is a really unique thing. It is. Going into. It's incredible. And he's a big, just such a big, re- you cannot understate the, where we sit right now is in large part because of the groundwork that he laid. I agree. And, and John, how we much? Should, we should be forever grateful to what he's done. I agree. I am. And now we're going to go out and beat them. Well, no, I agree. show them that, hey, we can make it even better than what you do. I, I like it. And I'll just say this. 
Lurie learned a lot of football from Andy. Mm-hmm. Howie learned a lot of football from Andy. No question. Kelsey hey, you, and Cox the way and we Brandon Graham team. were drafted by Andy. The way we build, the, the way that Howie built this team, you know, from the inside out. No doubt. That is Andy Reid's influence. There's no question about it. No doubt about and it. And we are so thankful. We just, we just handed the toughest, you know, rough and tumble team quotes in the NFL the 49ers yeah. handed them their head because of the way how he built it from the the O line and the D line out, and that was that was the way totally. Andy believed. Plus, Andy's just a good dude. He's a good guy. He certainly is. Let's go to Adam in Ardmore. Yo, Adam. What's going on, Hammer? Hey, buddy. Richie. Adam. Seltzer. We did it, baby. <laughs> now listen, I had to call your loser little kid brothers. Out at ninety-five-seven, the game. <laughs> no, and you did. To, to, yes, I did. When and was, I was this? Tr- I was gonna be nice, but those dorky little crybaby losers had a hang-up on me. <laughs> no, and the dude, he, he sat there. He's like, "I'll beat your ass." Listen, buddy, you're here in Philly. You're crying just as bad as a Cowboys fan. You got smoked. You didn't even dress a third quarterback. Yeah. Brett Purdy wasn't going to do anything. Josh Johnson wasn't going to do anything. You decide to put your San Francisco crap on Rocky. You totally. didn't learn your lesson yeah. with the Vikings. You didn't learn your lesson with the Patriots. You didn't learn your lesson from the Giants. Don't come here to Philly. Don't disrespect us like everybody else did. Nick Sirianni, coach of the year. You have Brandon Graham, comeback player of the year. And you have Hassan Reddick, Defensive Player of the Year. Stop disrespecting us, NFL. Give us our props. Bring Andy Reid, and we're going to fly high with two Super Bowl rings in two weeks. Let's go, Bears! Great call, Adam. What a call, man. About, That's what I'm talking about. About right that passion and and the stuff. You know, the garb. I forget what it was. I got a picture on my phone on on Rocky. It's like I don't want to hear from a Niners fan. That's like, oh, they were rude to me. Well, then don't have someone from your fan base put something on Rocky. I, I don't know what else to tell you. It's real simple. Don't you, spout off that you're going to take over totally. the link. Like, just don't say that. Don't stuff. say it and don't desecrate. And if you do. Do we have any feedback, <laughs> any stories of how it went for those guys? Oh, they've been they've been the whining all morning, dude. <laughs> they were playing clips on the, the morning show like Angela was. Like, they are... It's the meanest city I've ever been to. They were so horrible to us. Uh-huh. I can't like they are like it is a wine fest on their show. Yeah, don't desecrate oh, Rocky. I mean, it, it's it, don't do it. Let's go to Peter in Allentown. What's up, Peter? Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Congratulations. Let's go. All right, so hey, two very quick things. All I needed to know about San Francisco fans I saw in the morning news yesterday. Some lady said she had a turkey cheesesteak. <laughs> oh my God! What? So that's all I needed to know about their that's fans. A thing. Uh, apparently, no, not in Philly no it's not a thing. Um, when I was ten in New Zealand, I watched the Super Bowl in 1980. Wow. My son is ten this year. He's going to see his first Super Bowl. He's actually going to understand what's going on. He may be more excited than I am. Is he? An e- I so can't wait. So he's an Eagles fan. Oh, he's 100 percent an Eagles fan. Good. 100. My two youngest, of course, are Buffalo Bills fans because of my wife. But whatever. Um, my my son Emerson and I are going to sit down and we are going to take this in and he and I are going to make memories that are going to last till his kids are here. Good. That's beautiful. Uh, Listen, Jeffrey Lurie's not getting any respect here. Think of all the things that he's done 
that's gone against, as you guys were saying, everything, everybody booed and they moaned and they did things that I can't say on the radio against what he had done. But look what it's come up to. Look what it's resulted yep. in. He has supported Howie's decisions from the get-go, from the get-go. And everybody, again, every Howie including, including moaned. The, Peter, including the Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts draft pick. Listen, that was genius. I don't know if they saw something in Wentz that we didn't see at the time, but clearly they knew something. They did. And everybody hated that, but look what it's done. Look what it's done. Jeffrey Laurie, I hope you soak this in and take another trophy to your office, Mike. Yeah, no, I think you will. And, Peter, great call, man, and enjoy that game with your son. That's... Is that the best pick in the history of the Eagles? I feel like it has to be, right? I, it looks like it, yeah. I don't know how – I mean, you know, let's give it 10 time, years and time, see where it goes. But, like but it's, it's looking yeah. like it's going to end up being the, the best yeah. pick in the I mean, franchise. You know, obviously the best at this point that we would generally consider Kelsey in the sixth mm-hmm. round, B. West in the third, Wilbert in the sixth, you know, Seth and Clyde late in the draft. I mean, there, you know, there's some really, really great picks. But uh, if Jalen Hurts – listen – yeah, no, I'm not going to say it. I was going to say something, but I'm not going to say it. It was a grandiose Hurts comment. It kind of got me in trouble with Ben Simmons. Okay, okay, I won't go that far, but I'll say a statement. But he's got a shot at that. Look, he's got a shot at that. He already forget what he's got a shot at. This year is the best season an Eagles quarterback has ever had. Uh, so other than not having seen Van Brocklin in '60, that's sure. Other than modern, that, that's, in our in like the modern era, yes. the best best season an Eagles quarterback has ever had. I, I don't even think it's close. Agree. Yeah, I mean McNabb in '04 was dynamic. Jaws obviously had 80. Randall had some really really good years, but from what I've seen, it's not even close. Let's go to Goose right now. Goose, make sure you never leave your wingman. What's going on, man? <laughs> hey, how you guys doing, man? <laughs> Great, Goose. Uh, first time, long time. Thank you. Uh, I just got uh, two points I want to make. Uh, one about the game, and then uh, another one's personal. Uh, the first, uh, yesterday was like, uh, I had my daughter go on our first Super Bowl run. So uh, yesterday I decided to hang out. My daughter's four now, and she's understanding things. It was just like a beautiful time. High five with my daughter. Her wow. screaming, go Eagles. When Good. I screamed, go Eagles. It was just a great feeling of me creating memories. I just heard the last caller about how him and his son was, and it just made me recollect on how me and my daughter was last night. And That's it what it's about, Goose. Thing. That's what it's, it's about. Yep. It was, it's just beautiful, man. It's just beautiful. And uh, on to my other point, man. It's, 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 I mean, this cleared all my doubts on Tommy Roseman, uh, Nick Sirianni, uh, 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 Jay Gannon, Jonathan Gannon. It just cleared all my doubts that I had for these guys. I mean, we're giving them 14 points. And score, what was that, 59, you said, in two games? 69-14 in the playoffs. They've outscored teams. incredible. And it's almost – I never heard of nothing like that before. No. Nope. Uh, so, it's just like it cleared all my doubts. I believe we're going to win on um, uh, Super Bowl. I believe we're going to we're going to get two before Andy Reid gets his second. And um, I'm just excited. And to the personal point that I have, every single day during these playoffs, I get to work and I walk past two miserable Cowboys fans, <laughs> Tony and Roger. I'm going to call him out by name. Tony and Roger, who never give us credit. We didn't play anybody. We didn't do this. You guys got a high school Harry quarterback this. This is for you guys. This is a beautiful moment where I get to walk past them this morning and tell them to suck it. <laughs> what do you got to say for yourself, little chump? All my DHL drivers that I work with every single morning that are diehard Eagles fans, this is for us. This is for Philadelphia. Super Bowl, Arizona, here we come. Uh, I, sh- 
That's job, Goose. And by the way, let me say what we haven't said yet today, but I think it is merited after the last month and a half and after this past weekend. Because the Sixers could get there also. I'm just telling you, they, you know, first off, John, what Embiid did to Jokic was just glorious. And people that vote for Jokic over Embiid should be ashamed of themselves. And I know there's a difference between who's the better player and who's the MVP sometimes because, you know, a different amount of games played and all. But Embiid obviously showed, which we already knew, that he's a better player than Jokic. There's no question about that. He's a better player. And Sixers got a legit shot. So we could go from October Phillies to, you know, January, February Eagles to May, June Sixers. It's what a calendar year, buddy. <laughs> Guys. What a calendar year. And even the Flyers are, you know, they're playing better. I mean, you know, I still don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but they actually got a, an outside kind of shot. Tim in Upper Chichester. Hi, Tim. Hey, guys. Good morning. Good morning, Tim. What an incredible morning. Um, you know, the one thing that I love most about yesterday's game, well, first off, obviously, the fact that we won. But second off, I don't feel like we played our best. Oh, there's no question. No question. Oh, we have we have so much saved up now for Andy Reid. And I, I hate Andy. I've hated him since day one. Sorry, John. Um, but we just – we have – We've got, like, loaded guns, and we're totally full of ammunition. Question. Looking at Mahomes and looking at Hurts, mm -hmm. percentage-wise, right now, injury-wise, where do you guys think they stand? Oh, like Hurts is healthier. I mean, look, I'd love to know if Hurts' inaccuracies were because of his shoulder. I would tend to think Hurts is 90% plus, and I would tend to think Mahomes is – 70% at best. So what does that do for the next two weeks? So it gives, it gives, Eagles an, gives Eagles an advantage. I don't I don't think Mahomes will be 100%. Oh, that he won't that is a yeah. an injury that just does not heal. It's infuriating because it takes forever. So right. he was able to get through yesterday's game. He probably set himself back a little bit, right. and he'll be recovering now. He won't be full strength. I expect Jalen to be full strength. I, I thought Jalen was – Likely full strength yesterday because it's been six weeks. Right, He was amped up, and I think that's part of why he wasn't as accurate as what we're accustomed to seeing. Uh, I think from a physical perspective, he'll he'll be in much better shape for the Super Bowl. Now, than, now the next question is, well. what do we do with Brandon Graham? I mean, because he's, 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 he's playing unbelievably this year. I mean, what do you mean? What are you talking great. about next season, what to do with him? Yep, yep. What happens now? Listen, I don't know that answer yet. I mean, we got to find out how much money Hurts gets, and they—they they, you got to find out. Listen, Tim, before the Eagles need to make an assessment on Brandon Graham, Brandon Graham needs to make an assessment of whether he wants to continue to play. So does Jason yep. Kelsey. So does Fletcher Cox. But that's you know. the kind of guy that you miss out on when you pay your quarterback, a guy who's right. toward the end. You know, the, it, it's unlikely yeah. that they would want to pony up and and pay him what he deserves, well, what he's worth. Yeah, because that position is incredibly uh, expensive to begin with, and being you know thirty five sure. next season, I think. Yeah, I think so. That works against Tim. Him. Not to mention, and you know, John and I, after the torch has passed from from Angelo to us with the morning show, February twentieth, we'll obviously have an opportunity to interview more prominent figures in Philly sports. And you know, I feel pretty confident how we would come on our show a couple times a year. And if the Eagles win the Super Bowl, one of the first questions to him clearly is going to be, "What lessons did you learn 
from five years ago, winning the Super Bowl but then struggling thereafter, and how will you apply that to this situation if they win that's the bowl? Good. Because that's you a good know, point. yeah, you know what, Joe, I, I might actually agree to come on your show as well. So we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> All right, Tim. Stay well, man. Enjoy this feeling. We'll be in touch. <laughs> we'll be in touch. I'm going to boot Seltzer out of here. Let's get Tim and Upper Chat Chess here in here. But, I mean, listen, Howie has been on the record uh, about two years ago or so, on the record that he held on to some guys too long. There was a, there was a sentimental attachment. Mm-hmm. And so win or lose. That gonna... works against Brandon. It does. The fact that Howie is so self-aware, and he's even brought it up in the past. Right. I don't. I I think it's unlikely that uh, we would pay Brandon. Well, it also depends on, and this is really what it comes down to: if Brandon Graham wants to keep playing, how yeah. little is he willing to make? Right. Because the right. Eagles would gladly bring him back a one year, two million, one year, three million, maybe one year, four million. But you get to a point where you're like, I can't give this He's guy ten million anymore. End. He's a, yeah. Like like there is a cutoff. Like to yeah. be, like just bottom of the barrel pay for a defensive end is astronomical compared to. You know, I know, especially someone back. with double-digit sacks. I'm just saying he's got to decide if he wants to play. Eagles got to decide how much they're willing to pay him. Brandon Graham has to decide how low he's willing to go. Yeah. And That's how it. important it is to finish his career here. That too, James. You're right. That too. 215-592-9494, the Bad of the Bone Award up ahead. Our version of Game Balls. That's next. All the calls as well on 94 WIP. Hey, guys, Valentine's Day is almost here. It is crunch time, and if you're still dragging your feet, and I know a lot are, here's my advice. Get yourself to Family and Company Jewelers in Marlton, New Jersey. They've got an incredible selection of gifts at every price point, so you are guaranteed to walk out with something that will make you look like an all-star this year. Visit their showroom on Route 70 in Marlton, New Jersey, and tell them I sent you, Joe DeCamera sent you. They'll take great care of you. They're great people, experts at what they do. You can also always shop online at FamilyJewelers.com. That's FamilyJewelers.com. Family and Company Jewelers, South Jersey's diamond destination.